Hebrews 11.10 For he was looking forward to this city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. Psalm 48.12-14 Walk about Zion, go around her, number her towers, consider well her ramparts, go through her citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. Revelation 21, 9 through 14. Then came one of the seven angels who had seven bowls full of the last seven plagues. And he spoke to me saying, come and I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like jasper clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates, and at the gates, 12 angels, and on the gates, the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. On the east, three gates, on the north, three gates, on the south, three gates, and on the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the lamb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I, I really like these readings, Will. So we're, we're working our way through Hebrews 11, mm -hmm. thinking about this kind of faith-oriented, um, in this faith-oriented direction, thinking about this, this hall of faith, all these guys and women that had this great faith in the Lord. And we're still talking about Abraham and the faith that he had in this city, mm -hmm. in this city with foundations. Um, and so uh, what are your thoughts, kind of what are your initial thoughts just as you think about Abraham and uh, the faith that he had that, that led him, I would say, to the ultimate city, uh, the ultimate Jerusalem? You know, I uh, this actually reminds me, and I, I'm, not, I'm not one to, you know, blow smoke, but it actually reminds me of a great sermon analogy that you used once, Dees. So wow. receive this word of encouragement. Wow. <laughs> but, um, and this might be a little modified from how you delivered it, but I, I remember once you were talking about like- All great illustrations are, are made to be modified, right? right? There we go, there right. we go. But it's like, imagine checking into a hotel room with, with somebody and they walk in, they look a little dissatisfied, like, you know, I really think these drapes should be green and, and this dresser would look better on that wall. And, and they kind of walk in and start, you know, making all these plans, run to Ikea and Home Depot to to modify this hotel room that, you know, you have for three or four nights. And, and you know, of course, you'd be like that. That would be ridiculous. And. and I thought that that was such a helpful, and you related that to living for our earthly kingdom or for the kingdom of Yahweh, of the Lord. And I think that is such a great example for what is being talked about here, which is, you know, he's talking about the the faith of Abraham and how he was able to leave his homeland for a land of promise, totally banging on the promise of the Lord, and that he was willing to live in tents mm -hmm. with, with his family because he was looking forward to this city that he, he never actually got to see fulfilled in his earthly days. And, and that's that's just such a, an encouragement of, you know, 
what what temporal things am I am I forsaking or not forsaking in, in the pursuit of that that city whose builder is the Lord? And, and you know, I think that to some degree or the other, I mean, obviously I have a nice house and I'm grateful for my house. Like and I have some great things, but I think to some degree or another, in order to really live for the city whose designer and builder is God, yeah, we have to forsake identity and life in this city, in yeah. this life. And I would even say, like, I think the more that we're, in a sense, willing to forsake life in this city so that we can live in that city, the the greater our experience in that city will be. I and mean, that, that seems to be a theme throughout the entire Bible. Yeah. And I guess the big question is this, which identity do you care more about? Yeah. Do, totally. do you care more about the life that you're going to have in Atlanta here and now? And again, it's not necessarily wrong to, you know, enjoy some nice things in Atlanta here and now, but is that consuming you to the point where you're making decisions that are more oriented toward, if you will, Atlanta than they are Jerusalem? And, and when I say Jerusalem, I mean the new Jerusalem. Yeah. Like, are you oriented toward the new Jerusalem? Are you oriented toward, like Abraham was? It's not that he didn't have a tent. It's not that he didn't have a place to live with Isaac and Jacob, but the point of Hebrews 11 here is that his heart was oriented to the city that God was building, not the city that man was building. Absolutely. You know, a great verse to meditate on with this is Psalm 84, 10. Just a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper yeah. in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Amen. For Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.